Hey guys, I'm Shoda, and I'm a mental health consultant and a certified mindfulness teacher. Hi, I'm Ollie, and I'm also a mental health professional, and I have a degree in health psychology. We're married, we have ADHD, and we're both in therapy. And this is Mindfully ADHD. podcast that follows our mental health journey to figure out what works for us and what doesn't. We try out different ways to improve our well-being and try to adapt those techniques to our brains and our lives over the span of a month. (laughs) Whoa, whoa, whoa. Slow down there, friend. Uh, If this is your first episode, go back, watch the first episode of this series. We talk all things about sensory stimulation and stimming and overstimulation and all that horrible, horrible goodness. It's not horrible. Overstimulation is very horrible. That's true. Okay, this has gone on for too long. Go listen to it and we'll be right back. Or you'll be right back, not not us. We'll, we'll be right. Okay, well, um, I'm We're gonna, here. I'm gonna, yeah, okay. Welcome to the conclusion, the, the thrilling conclusion of this three-part series. I don't uh, think it's thrilling. It's thrilling. It, it could be thrilling. This has been like the most relaxed series we've had so far, at least personally, because like a lot of things we usually do, we're forcing ourselves to do stuff. But this is one of the few times we're like really embracing just things that we naturally do. Yeah, and that's And try and focus true. on that. So I think that's why like it, it feels like we haven't done that much Especially since we keep forgetting to look at the plan. <laughs> yeah, but I looked at the plan before this. Yeah. And we've done almost everything. The only thing we didn't do was um, put it onto the window. Yeah. Which I don't know if it's... Th- okay, we'll get to that. But that's... It's a pro- it's b- problem. It's, beco- it's just becoming a big problem. I took a fidget toy to the movies yesterday. Oh, yeah. I, rem- I remember seeing that. Yeah. Did it? Never Did... done that before. Uh, I, that's I should really start doing that. It made me watch the movie. Yeah, because a lot of the times I get really bored when nothing's happening in the movie, so I go on my phone. So I think it's just from fidgeting, or like, I think I'm just trying to pay attention. So I end up like eating all my popcorn to like keep. Sti- I guess stimming with food, but then like I run out of the popcorn like so quickly because I have one speed of eating. <laughs> I think that the. I mean. It's been it's been a really good month. I felt really in touch with my ADHD, if that makes sense. They because because it's di- it was different from mindfulness. Yeah. Um, but it was a very mindful activity, and I think that uh, figuring out when you need to be overstimulated versus when you need to be destimulated. <laughs> Is that a word? Destimulate. It's, it's not a word. But when you need to be, I'm going to use it as a word, destimulated. Deescalate. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it made it better. Does that make sense? Yeah. And it made the mindfulness as well, just like meditation practice, more purposeful, almost. It was like being mindful, mindfully, or mindfully, mindful. Mindfully, mindfully, Being mindfully, mindful. mindful because, you know... There are times where you get overstimulated. That's usually anxiety or um, when I get really irritable or when I am feeling extra hyper. So having those moments uh, to help remove or reduce stimulation is really lovely. Whereas when I'm bored 
or when my brain is starting to turn off purposely going and doing jumping jacks and you've done that so many times i i I think like i didn't do it as much on like the first half of this month but the last half of this month i did that so much because like i mean we, we haven't really been sleeping well so i needed like to be really hype myself up to do stuff. Like, my brain is being incredibly understimulated. So, like, before sessions and stuff, I'd close my door and I'd just jump up and down. Like, not even doing jumping jacks, just, like, jumping up and down, back and forth in my room. And I think our clients have benefited from this month. Uh, We see a lot of um, autistic children, and we have put such a focus on sensory stimulation. Yeah, uh, I've been try- trying to use it to just help regulate, like, using, like, mattresses and stuff so that, you know, you can, like, step on it and stuff. And also it's fun for me because I can also do it. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it, it's, it's so nice. And then as well, like, purposefully wearing clothing that's loose and soft. I've been doing that. And then taking time to notice fuzzy blankets and soft cotton sheets and things like that it's it's just it's been nice yeah and uh raindrops and roses and uh whiskers on kittens whiskers on kittens yes i feel like you're teasing me (laughs) (laughs) i feel teased (laughs) i I don't know when you were listing like the comfy stuff oh does that it just came into my brain you know like and, and these are my a few of my favorite things are they no (laughs) um but yeah i feel like i haven't done anything yeah i feel like that too i think this month i think it was really important for us to to focus on stimming because uh we have we're a lot of stuff's going to be happening in our personal lives next month or the you know or like there's going to be i don't know i feel like it's good to have a little lull to just relax before we're going to ramp up yeah, and I think that um, it's an interesting like thing to think about that you feel like you're not doing anything when you are doing the things that come naturally to you yeah. versus um, putting effort, quote unquote, effort into things. And then that's the only thing you define as having done something. Yeah, and I think it's, there's no n- novelty. Like there was, most of the stuff we we did was stuff that we've been doing anyway so it's like all the other ones there was some sort of novelty i disagree because of mindfulness and stuff or at least no no i just i disagree in that i think that this was very novel for us because it was very intentional Mm. you know through the whole month even the trampoline is there yeah it's been a very intentional month but it's been so in it's not against the grain. We've been going with our brain's grain. I, I don't want to think about my brain as having grain, like wood. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, we've been going with our brains instead of against them. Yeah. Whereas usually most of the months that... I mean, most of the things that we've done have been trying to, like, form new habits, which is really difficult for the ADHD brain. Yeah. So this is the first month that we have as you said, embraced. And uh, it's actually, I think it's helping the podcast because it's given us a little more tools to actually be able to do the podcast. Like, even before we started recording, I was bouncing on the trampoline trying to get the dopamine, the press play, and, like, set up all the microphones. 
<laughs> yeah, we're not sleeping. I mean, that's that's not new. That that's its own that's its own thing. It, it's uh, we really should revisit sleep. Yeah, we're gonna revisit sleep. Definitely, a hundred percent. This year, we're gonna revisit sleep. I think we should revisit sleep every year. Have like a redux of sleep remix, sleep remix. <laughs> so this is the first section. Okay, so. Let's take a break. Yeah, let's take a little bit of a break and we'll come back and we're going to talk about the plan. The plan. The, the plan. plan. The plan. Okay, um, see you. Uh, now we're back and it's ready to talk about the plan. The plan. The plan. Check in with the other person and ask what they need. Oh, wow. You already had it up? Yes. I was too busy bouncing on a trampoline. Okay, a little behind the scenes. Uh, we took a break. We bounced on a trampoline. Both of us like took turns doing it to keep to keep the momentum going. <laughs> to keep keep going. Um, the first one is to check in with the other person and ask what they need. Yeah, you're always being very good at asking me. I tried a couple of times, but I I keep forgetting, and I think like. I like I don't know. I keep asking if you're stressed, which I think is a bad way to do it. I think it's just like you should ask how you're feeling. It's just like I think I'm always in like the stressed mindset, so my my mind is focused on the stress part. Yeah, I think I think I get I get upset when you do that. Yeah, so I think I, I just need to recontextualize it in my brain, <laughs> not not think about the stress, think about the regulation. <laughs> It, but it's it it was helpful the few times that you did ask what I needed like the to regulate yeah um I felt a little less I felt more receptive I think a lot of the time instead of you asking I literally like I would bust into your room and just tell you and just be like this is what's happening this is what I'm doing okay bye and then run out of the room. We've moved on to the to to. You're 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 moving on swiftly. You 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 no. You've moved on to the next bit, which is let each other know, or make a rough note of no, when uh, you're feeling stressed <laughs> and what you need. <laughs> no, because like that that I've been doing that way more than the first one. I th- I think it was just because it kind of flowed in, mm. but both of them kind of come hand in hand. So my my brain did a. At a jump, my brain jumped the shark. <laughs> okay, so I think for me, I'm not as good as communicating with you about what I am doing because I am not necessarily someone who likes to tell people when they're stressed out. Mm. But I have been constantly surrounding myself with um, stimming toys, with sensory toys, with sensory. Um, like sensory things, like having low lighting, having blankets around me, making sure I have fuzzy socks. Oh, there's one thing that I remember you did that was really sad is because you had like a Santa fidget and it was the, we cleaned out the car. So it was no longer in the car. So like you got so frustrated on a red light because you couldn't it fidget. Wasn't, it wasn't a red light. No, no, but it was it was traffic from hell. No, but the traffic was caused by a really really long red light. It was caused by the tram. 
It was caused by the tram, and then a bunch of delivery motorcycles came and stood in front of the car, and I wanted to die. But the point was, you didn't have your fidget. I didn't have my. So Santa you could have been. That's why I was like, I was trying to regulate you in that moment when I was like, "Look at me. We're gonna do this. We're not gonna look at the car in front of us." That did help me be less angry. Yeah, I, that's what I was trying to do. I was trying to like. It wasn't necessarily. Uh, using sensation or anything, it was just d- it was, regulating though. you in that moment. It was you were visually regu- visually reducing the stimulation, like looking away from the lights and stuff. So like that. I did that. That that kind of count, but that's more like me just trying to like rush in and trying helping you rather than me asking. Uh, what you needed but then at the moment you... I don't think I would have told you yeah at the moment you were too angry at, <laughs> to like you'd be like what do you need I need to get out of the traffic <laughs> <laughs> I really missed my fidget and then um, try and remember the plan by writing it down nope 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 failed that one so hard and then having the fidget or activities visible we um we actually did that at least like we have a lot of fidgets scattering around uh, everywhere yeah we have usually have a lot of fidgets on our coffee table now so i think if anything that's the biggest thing that's been making us fidget more and and stim more is just the fact that they're just right there in front of us you can just grab them in any way and i actually i think that moves on to the other one on the list Split the fidgets between home and work. Yeah, split them between home and work, which is, that's like one thing I did remember that stuck with me. So like I brought my, that little Game Boy fidget thing I have the like that clicks. I brought that to work because that was the one I primarily used at work anyway. It just got lost in our our black hole system. You know, the black hole drawer. I have, I have three, four, five, six black hole drawers. Yeah, but it got it got trapped in one of them. So like that was the the thing. So like I remembered, I took them to work, and now it's it's like this podcast helped us put little seedlings everywhere that are gonna help us regulate. Like the little fidgets. Now they're they're everywhere. Hopefully, when we need them, we'll be able to just use them in the moment. Yeah. Also, I, I mean, I think that just having things visually available. Um, is a great reminder. Yeah. And I think that that's something that I will take forward to other tasks, like uh, working out, like whatever, because when you have visual cues that are there in your surroundings all the time, it makes such a big difference. Even my book, like to read, when I have it visually visible in my visual what space <laughs> all the time um, I'm more likely to read I, I think with me with that is like I need to put things in like my the horizon of my eyesight instead of like up because I don't I don't look up I feel like it's because I'm tall so I'm like no why would something be taller than me it's <laughs> <laughs> like it's not a bird why would I look up it needs to be like on my desk <laughs> This is the sound bite. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, uh, yeah, like we were driving to work and there was like this huge skyscraper they've been building for forever. And I, I feel like they got it mostly built. And I was like, when did that get there? It's supposed to be the second tallest building in Dubai. If those of you know, who know about Dubai, we know that the tallest building in the world is here. <laughs> this is supposed to be the second tallest. Yeah. <laughs> So this is a tangent. 
So my, 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 no, no, but there was a point. The point is I, I should keep the things that on like a low level, like on like a shelf or something, but on my eye level so I can see it. Otherwise, like I'm, I'm not, I'm very inattentive. Like that's, that's my own type of ADHD. So that, that's, that's my problem. So and I think it's actually been a problem for out all our challenges and plans is like in every single one we forget to write down the plan and because we don't write down the plan or put those visual reminders it's really hard for me to remember and I think the main one we did it for was mindfulness and I think that actually helped a lot the it, it's really interesting because we've been doing this for six months now and this is this is the first time that we've properly addressed <laughs> the the importance of visual um but it's not just visual reminders you know it's having the things physically there and accessible yeah we had that one idea that we were gonna like duct tape a calculator to our car and that was such a like a weird novel thing to do but then as soon as we finished recording we never did that to remember and we to didn't like... and we didn't even remember about, like it was our sound bite we thought it was so funny and then we didn't even acknowledge it in the conclusion episode <laughs> i don't know there's like a special part of my brain that just cuts it off like it's it doesn't pick up that oh this is something i should be remembering it's just like wow that's so funny <laughs> i think figuring out when you can have like spaces to do things like the tramp the trampoline like it takes up a lot of space guys it takes up a lot of space but having it set up in the room all the time has been such a helpful way to remember to use it i think it's so funny that it was a fellow adhd that set up the trampoline cuz they were so bored waiting they were like yeah i <laughs> just so I know. I, I think that, that that gave it like a good push of good luck that it was going to help us. And <laughs> I think the amount of visual... It's been blessed. <laughs> and I think the amount of visual space an object takes up in our room is how we're going to remember things. Yeah, and ha- but having some... Like, I think that that's why people say that you should set up your yoga mat or whatever before you go to sleep so that it's there in the morning. And it's just... It's fewer obstacles yeah, so I mean, I think that when you have those cues and it just it just makes it easier and more like and simpler to get started. Yeah, and I, I think it is something that has been a problem, just the amount of setup it takes for, to, to do things, because the, the setup is the biggest obstacle. And I think that was an issue we had in our exercise episode is we decided to do things like walking a dog or just walking in general, doing things that had very little prep, is because, like, I mean, this is a throwback to that uh, <laughs> to that episode, if anyone listens to all the episodes, that we did a Jaden Fonda workout. And that was so much fun. And, like, the funness did kind of help us do that setup, initial setup and move the furniture. But if we didn't have that novelty, if we kept on doing it, the novelty would run out and just the amount Which of setup. Yeah, the amount of setup wouldn't warrant the amount of dopamine and stuff to do it. Like, and especially like you know, most of the time we're in a pretty small space and we have to rearrange all our furniture in, in order to do something physical. So things like that are huge barriers yeah, for us. They really are. And I think that's probably a barrier for a lot of people who want to do like a home workout or do something like that or trying to change their physical space to do something. Yeah, 100%.
I don't know where else to go with this. <laughs> yeah, I think I think now we can take a break because I started to zone out, and there's this leaf on in the plant behind you, and leaf? it's yellow. Oh, it's so yellow. Okay, yeah, and we're I'm gonna really take. I'm really distracted by it. We're gonna take a zone out break, and then we're gonna come back and talk about satisfaction. <laughs> okay, bye. Satisfaction. Satisfaction. <laughs> oh, we've gone through this quick. I think that it's been really nice to work with our brain. Yeah. It's been really, really nice because we've not had to work at all. I love brain, but sometimes brain difficult and I <laughs> yell at brain. But now me work with brain. I love you. I love you too. <laughs> <laughs> the, I think that the 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 whole thing has been just really nice. <laughs> I, I haven't felt like I've struggled. I felt like, you know, oh, I want to to wiggle and wriggle and that's what I should do. <laughs> um so I'm like 10 out of 10 satisfied. I think I don't know. If I don't give this a 10 out of 10, I don't know what I would get 10 out of 10. I don't know if I'm going to give it a... T- I think I'm going to like an 8 out of 10. I'm going to be <laughs> difficult. I'll give it an 8 out of 10. I think... 8.75. Yeah, it, it was there for when we needed it, surprisingly. Because we went into this uh, like this series not realizing how helpful uh, focusing on sensory stimulation would be. But it has been because we had a really stressful month and so many things happened and it was so nice to have that tool set to help us regulate for all those difficult times. Also, it's nice to embrace our body. You know, like... That's such a nice way of putting it. Just embrace the... And it, it was such a, it's been such a different experience to the mindfulness or to the movement because it was really about just listening to what you need and i've actually developed a nicer kinder relationship with my body yeah um as a, as just like a side pro- product i mean we're eating better we're um just it's just been nice like the 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 relationship of kindness and trust is increasing and improving. I think that's probably going to happen through all our things. I mean, all our series, because that even happened a little bit in the exercise series. And I think it's just uh, sep- like, because we have that separation between our mind and our body. And it's like finally just accept- accepting our body and our brain that it's actually part of us. Like, we're, you know, our brain is 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 us. You know, we, we shouldn't be fighting with it. We should be trying to be working with it. But radical self-acceptance. Radical self-acceptance. It's so easy with ADHD to be so frustrated at your own brain as if it's the separate thing that you're fighting with. Yeah, no, it, it, it is. And, it, and it's, you know, you were saying that it's nice to have a set of tools but it's beyond that. It's nice to allow ourselves to use those tools. One of the hashtags that came up while I was uh, posting, which I didn't do a lot of this month, uh, more on that to come, <laughs> but uh, one of them was stimming pride. And I thought that that was such a nice, comforting thing to be proud of your brain and to be proud of the fact that You are the way you are because for so many years, so many of us have been ashamed or afraid or hidden and it's, it's really nice to allow yourself 
to fidget or to move around or to sing. That's what, that's one thing that we've been doing a lot too is is just singing and being loud and laughing and you know those are things that we hide. So this month has given permission to embrace all of those things. Yeah, it was really but I think we're in a pretty privileged situation where we work at a, a developed developmental clinic and it's a lot more normalized to do stimming and stuff so i think it's difficult for people who do have to mask in those situations because we haven't really talked a lot about masking because we haven't really done it that much or at least haven't really recognized it i mean i have i have to do it a lot in front of clients parents Mm. And I try not to do it too much, but I have had to do it. Yeah. Um, and obviously with interviews and, and client meetings and things like that. But I think that even embracing it in private, yeah. because that's not something I've done before. Yeah. You know, I and allowing things like, I mean, the, the only thing that I can think of that I've done publicly is I've stopped wearing shoes in the clinic. No, but you always didn't wear shoes in the Yeah, clinic. but I always wore the slippers. I just don't wear them anymore. Oh, and really? when people ask me why I'm not wearing shoes, I tell them it's because I prefer not to wear shoes. And because we are in a clinic where we generally are cleaning our shoes before we come into the door. Do you know what the funny thing about that is? What? I never realized you weren't wearing shoes. What do you mean? I thought you were just wearing slippers. I mean, I don't look down, so. <laughs> so, so what we have what we have learned is that you don't look up or down. Yeah, that's why I say on my horizon level. <laughs> I I would just like I couldn't survive two days in the wild. I'd look into a tree and collapse. <laughs> so I think I mean I think that that's the only thing that publicly I've done. Yeah. But you know, with Zoom and stuff. You can have your fidgets and your sensory toys and be wearing pajamas and be really comfy in low light without any problems. I think that's that's something that the pandemic has brought us. Yeah. Even before this, I used to actually use a sensory toy while we were in Zoom meetings, you know, because it was so easy to like just mess around with or... Because, like, if I don't have that, I do look on my phone, but a lot of the time, like, I'm not even, st- I'm just using my phone to just fidget with. But it, I feel like a lot of people would make it seem rude, but at least with, like, Zoom, even if I do have my phone, it can be, like, off screen. So I'm still, like, fiddling with it and me- moving it around and stuff to try and do it. I guess that would count as masking, I guess. To some degree, I think. Because it's still hiding it, but it's just, like, out of, I don't know. I think that, I think it depends on the situation how much. How much you're masking, obviously. But I think that you can actually, quote unquote, get away with a lot, you know, if you're open about it. Yeah, that makes sense. Like, I mean, I've been in important client meetings with banks (laughs) (laughs) and stuff like that. And maybe it's because of the profession we're in. Maybe it's because we're mental health experts. So they they don't tend, like, they don't really question it. Yeah. But stimming, like, stimming with your pen, you know, clicking a pen um, if it's quiet or... Oh, I used to get yelled at so much for clicking my pen and stuff like that at school. Because, you know what? I bet it's because whoever was yelling at you was getting overstimulated by the sound yeah but it's such like a stereotypical thing for like a teacher to yell at you for that kind of thing no i I have teachers now like there are teachers now who yell at our students for having fidget rings 
Really? I guess because they just see it as like a toy. Like there's there's so much lack of knowledge in places like that. Okay, so what would your good thing, bad thing be? I mean, like we went on a big tangent after the satisfaction rating. So let's 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 come back and talk about good thing, bad thing. The best thing has been just joy I get from soft things. <laughs> soft lighting and soft blankets and soft clothes and down with bras. And, and what, yes. What, what's the what's the bad part? I haven't had a bad thing this month. Like, I haven't had anything particularly challenging. Yeah. Sometimes it's really difficult to bring myself to do something stimulating when I'm understimulated. I think that's the biggest hurdle. I think it's that thing where, like, you need that initial dopamine jump to do to do anything. Like, to even do, like, the thing that might give you dopamine, you know? Yeah. So I think that may may be something that's been challenging. But other than that, I've I've really enjoyed this um this month. Yeah, it's been comfy. Comfy. And because it's felt like not doing anything new, even though we have, um, I believe that this is probably gonna be the one thing that fully carries on for the rest of our lives. Or at least for the foreseeable future. Yeah. It was more yeah, it was more of just things to do to help us rather than trying to push us on a complete plan so i think definitely like even this podcast i feel like what we did in this month even though this has been a pretty laid-back month will probably um it's the first one that's not felt like work it'll probably help dictate how the rest of ours uh, things are gonna go like how we're gonna structure it try and go with brain try and go with brain and and uh visual reminders that are like the actual things not just sticky notes yeah um okay my good thing my good thing is probably like the realization that some of the things i do were in fact sensory in nature like the dim lighting and things like that um i even started realizing with the kids i'm working with that a lot of them prefer dimmer lighting you know like some of the times lately you see them squinting and struggling you know because it's you know quite it can be quite harsh especially if you're overly stimulated and that's something i didn't really think about but when i'm like want to relax like i definitely prefer that and sort of what kind of noises and things i prefer and even like what i do for like sensory calm and stuff like i feel like it's given me a lot more insight into myself which is really nice i think that's like a really good thing and bad thing would be um, I didn't feel as satisfied because it, it didn't feel like I was doing anything because I was just going with the flow, which it's really hard to put data on or try and figure out like how it's benefited us because it was just kind of, yeah, it was just going with the flow. Maybe that's the key to life. What? To just go with the flow. Yeah, the surfers have it right. With the grain of the brain. No, don't. <laughs> Hashtag grain of the brain. <laughs> the brain isn't a grain. The brain is more like uh, one of those like ramen packs, you know. Yeah, but that has a grain. You can go. Grain. You can go against noodles, the grain of noodles. Noodles have grain. No, but a ramen pack does. Really? Yeah, because it's all all the noodles are laid. <laughs> this is so so tangy. <laughs> all the noodles are like laid in one direction. 
So if you go with one direction of noodles, then you don't break them. But if you like break a ramen noodle pack in half, like long ways, yeah. then you break all the noodles up. You're going against the grain. You're blowing my mind. I'm glad. Yeah. <laughs> I guess what we learned is the brain really does have a grain, like a ramen noodle. <laughs> I think that's a podcast. Yeah, I think. (laughs) Now we're just talking about nothing. Yeah, I think our brains have finally given up at this point. So uh, let's just finish up and say uh, this is just our opinions and our experiences. And I think especially, especially with sensory stimulation, it's so individual and personal. Even like it was kind of difficult to talk about a lot of things because we have such different experiences when it you know comes to sensory things. We just have to sort of ask people because that's all you can do is just ask the other person what they need because there's no way of knowing. Yeah, and it prompts them as well to kind of see if they can, you know, if they need something. Yeah, and if they don't know, it's okay. I think that's what we learned because it's really it's it's hard to realize what you need when it comes to things like this. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see you tomorrow. Maybe. For for another episode of Mindfully ADHD. We'll see if the episode is late. Yeah, we're traveling. Yeah. So, so... when this comes out, we're not in. Uh, we're not home. We're not. We're we're in a strange place. Yeah, we'll be in another place. We'll be in another country. It'll another be the time. first time. First time we're traveling in two and a half years. So you know, send us good vibes. Yeah, send us good vibes. Even though we're already in that new country by the time this comes out. They don't have to know that. Okay, I know so you could find us on Mindfully ADHD podcast on Instagram. So you can find out extra updates and extra videos and stuff and plans when we remember to post them. We do. We always post the plans. The plans always get posted, but the updates don't. Sometimes they get delayed. Sometimes they get delayed. Yeah, sometimes. They get delayed, but they're always posted. Okay, so that's a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to us today. If you want to follow along with our journey, we post little updates on Instagram at mindfullyadhdpodcast. You can find us everywhere you get your podcasts. And we shall see you soon for our next episode. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Bye.